today's the day you're gonna pay. I'll show you I ain't no fool. April Fool's Day. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that brings us to our new episode, Alex and Emily coming at you with Gag Me with a Knife. Today we'll be covering the movie Slaughter High from 1986. Let's do it. Okay, I'll start with reading the uh, back of the box. There's horror in the halls, lynching in the lunchroom, murder in the metal shop. Welcome to Slaughter High, where the students are dying to get out. In high school, Marty was the kid all the students teased, taunted, and tortured mercilessly. One day, things went too far. One of their jokes backfired, disfiguring Marty for life. Now, five years later, Marty has arranged a special reunion for all his high school friends. The prom queen, the jock, the class clown, the rebel, and a few select others have, invi- have been invited. And it's going to be a gala of gore. Okay, one thing I already found wrong with the back of that is it's not five years later. I believe it's ten years later. Yeah, it's ten for sure. So, okay. Anyway, so uh, your thoughts? All right. Well, so I, I, I just go recently into more about like the movie first, whichever you want to do. Yeah, I could do my thoughts just real quick. So <clears throat> this is a movie that you know I hadn't seen until recently. So I'm surprised that it was never on my radar, and how I don't know how it just like fell through the cracks because it was. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I was shocked when I found out you hadn't seen this. Yeah, I was. It was so because you you think that just the title alone, I would have come across this. But so that was my first thought. I was like, I have to watch this movie. Um, then my watching it, my very first thought was just like, wow, they're like, they're really mean to Marty. Like. They're really mean to him, and uh, <laughs> I felt really bad for him at the beginning. And Except for when he um, changes Marty sucks to Marty fucks. That part's pretty good. I mean, but yeah, but poor little Marty. But it just made me also think of, like, the beginning of Terror Train or Carrie. Like, this little oh, happy, yeah. innocent, nerdy, quiet outcast is, like, tortured and ridiculed emotionally for no reason, really. And, well, we see how, like, that comes back to bite perpetrators in the ass. So I was already hoping that this is going to be, like, a revenge story because those kids were assholes. Oh, um, and, totally. and when I say kids, I mean those 50-year-olds playing high school students. Yes, uh, <laughs> and um, I have listened to another podcast about this, The Hysteria Continues, and one of the guys just cannot get over look so old and yes in the beginning part i get it but it's the rest of the movie is 10 years later so it's not like that they still look way older than 25 and then they also should have aged something between i i had to ask my husband i was like wait did i miss something like why is she rich all of a sudden and what happened he's like yeah it's 10 years later we're going to the reunion or something and i was like oh uh, okay yeah so <laughs> but, it does, but for most of the movie it makes sense that they look older they don't look like high schoolers because they're it's been 10 years since high school so well yeah um what's her name looks like melania trump up in here though oh my god she does um, but this movie um, does follow the standard uh, sort of slasher trope, which is cool, the formula and everything. But, it, you know, it, it shows more than just boobs, though. We get male booty and some wiener sightings in this one, which is not normal. And I don't know if that's the uh, the little British um, in in uh, persuasion going on here, but we got booty and, and weenie in this one. <laughs> 
And yeah, we'll get we'll we'll we we can talk about that now. So the film was shot entirely in London, England, with a mostly British cast adopting American accent. Um, but it's supposed to be set in USA. Uh, furthermore, April Fool's Day ends at noon in the UK because they talk about that in the mm-hmm. movie. And yeah. if one plays a prank afternoon, they're deemed the fool, uh, which makes sense with the jester outfit. The fil- the filmmakers apparently were not aware that America does not follow this tradition, and April Fool's Day is, in fact, an all-day event. So, <laughs> Yeah, I've seen some people in some reviews, they were so kind of like... I don't want offended, not offended, but like appalled that they're like, how dare they think that, you know, holidays ends on a certain time. And I was sitting in my back of my mind. I'm like, no, no, that's, 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 that's the way it is over there. Like it's just, after, <laughs> so, but it, it comes across as a, like a U.S. movie. Like if you didn't know it was a British movie, you wouldn't know. I don't no, know. you wouldn't know except for when they constantly break accent and, it's the fake, yeah. It's the fake New York and Jersey accents for me. But you're not really sure like <laughs> what's going on, but you know something's up with their accents. It's just like what, and sometimes their British accents just come straight out. And sometimes Stella goes into country redneck sometimes, and I'm like, well, where did that come from? I think Stella? actually she, I think actually she might have not. I think they had mostly British actors, but I think they had one actress that. Yes, Stella. She was oh American. God. She's from what? Texas. Oh, well, so, that's that's where her yeah. country accent would come out of nowhere sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's so. So you know, there's that. So we have this like accents across the globe. Not really, because I, I bet her acting though and her accent has put her in a lot of films. Well, I, oh, I don't know. Oh wait, she's only been in two, including this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that Skip character has been in movie. I feel like I've seen him a lot. The uh, the the prankster of them, yeah. you know. So, um, <laughs> getting back into this, so they're back at their high school reunion, but they find that it's um, basically the building is in disrepair. But they're already there, so like, well, let's party, obviously. And then we have some really cool deaths. Ted's stomach explodes when he drinks uh, acid laced beer. Shirley is melted with acid while taking a bath. Carl is impaled while trying to escape in a car. Susan is killed off screen, so whatever. Joe is eviscerated by tractor blades. Stella and Frank are electrocuted while having sex, which, by the way, that whole, like, intro, like, that whole backstory of that being his baby is insane. (laughs) Um... And then Nancy is drowned in a cesspit. Skip is hanged by a noose, but he escapes. So, uh, and then we have the chase scene with the final girl, Carol. But he kills her with a javelin in the same locker where the initial prank went down. Because at this point, what happened at the beginning is he was disfigured by, uh, with nitric acid. So, um, then I guess while... She's dying or he removes the mask and it's revealed that it's Marty from the beginning. Like no one knew. Um, I was kind of wondering if it wasn't going to be Marty, just like to try to twist. Just it because. Yeah. Cause and, it was so obvious. And they made a They made a comment earlier and it might've been skip. It was either skip Frank or Joe. Someone had said, you know, yeah, you know, he had, you know, lots of plastic surgery. And I was like, haha, maybe he's one of them now. Like, yeah. you know, but you know, 
I was I was waiting for a twist, but then but yeah, you know, no. well, I guess like they tried to do kind of a twist by like having him hallucinate and getting attacked by the people that he's killed, and then at the end, you mean they when they tried about, to do a recreation of the music video thriller for like five yeah, seconds? Yeah, <laughs> and then and then at the end, you know, uh, they're talking about how his skin grafting has been a success. Why was he just now getting skin grafting, by the way? But whatever. <laughs> Ten um, years later, uh, and they don't and they don't know he's the killer because since he was found in like where everyone else is found, they assume that he was also um, a victim even though he's the only one there that's alive. But uh, so at the end, he he kills uh, the doctor and the nurse before ripping the new skin from his face. Why? Yeah, I know. Like, and he, Why and he wait that long God. to do it? And I mean, I assume it costs a lot of money. And then you get it, and clearly it's it's been a su- uh, success because that's what the doctor says. And then he ri- he kills them and rips it off like... I mean, I will say this. This is another, like, um, trivia piece. But the guy that played Marty died of an intentional drug overdose shortly after filming in November of 84 at the age of 28. Um, So when the additional footage of Marty as the jester were uh, just in the jester mask needed Mm -hmm. to be shot, the film's writer and director took over the role. Um, and they do like, they were, a lot of people were wondering if maybe his character in the movie, um, have may have added to his like suicidal mental state, but his mother, however, told pretty much everyone at the funeral that he had been dealing with depression for a really long time. And actually one of the main sources of joy he took toward the end was going to work on the film. So, Um, but yeah, so what if he just like, popped out of his casket and was like April Fools? <laughs> but, but for him in the movie too, you know, he's ripping his face off and everything, and you're saying why, why? Well, clearly he's not the sharpest Christian in the Bible once again because I like how you keep saying Christian in the. I've never heard that saying. Oh, it's from Easy. I a. thought okay, I keep on thinking of crayon in the box, like yeah, you're gonna say she, or the sharpest pencil about, or um. Uh, Lisa Kudrow is talking about what Cam Giganet or whatever his name is. And she's like, he's not the sharpest Christian in the Bible. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, he's not wearing he's not wearing safety goggles the entire time he's in chem class. I get it. It's but it's like 80, what, seven, 85, 83. I mean, OK, and also correct me if I'm wrong. But yes, there was this prank that was pulled on him where. The Carol, it, you know, is pretending she wants to have sex with him. And so huh? he gets undressed in the locker room and then everyone comes in and makes fun of him. OK, there's that scene. And but then doesn't he go on while everyone's getting in trouble with the coach? Doesn't he go on to just uh, work on chemistry by himself? I mean, he just goes in there and starts his easy bake oven. So I mean, like, I don't even, really, it yeah. wasn't the prank gone wrong that disfi- it, it, that didn't disfigure him. It was the second prank. No, well. Skip what was the pr- back. Skip goes. Oh skip, right, okay. Skip, yeah, breaks. He's he throws a rock in the window and tells the coach, "Oh gosh, I gotta go get them." They threw a rock in the window and a brick, and he's like, "Go get them!" And on his way out of his stage little thing here, he sneaks into the chemistry lab and pours some kind of a powder in this chemistry chemical um glass beaker whatever that marty's working on and then when marty comes back i don't know is he like lighting a joint or something and then like 
thing catches on fire and then the glass blows up. And then because of that, he, you know, you store nitric acid on the top of a 20 foot bookcase and okay, it falls that's over. Where I, I guess explodes. I just kind of, I was thinking about the other prank. So they were like just pranking the hell out of him, I guess. Yeah. And so, the, oh, the second by prank the way, probably wouldn't have happened had the first prank either not happened or gone successfully and not been interrupted by the coach. And also, uh, by the way, going back to the, the final girl, um, she was 35 at the time of filming this movie. So, Holla. yeah, cause she yeah. was in her twenties when she was in James Bond. So, oh, I didn't realize she was in James Bond. Yeah. She Which was one? in the spy, the spy who loved me. Oh, I haven't seen all of them. So I think that's one of the first ones, but, um, it, I think it is too. I know that I like, I like the real, the one that was only the James Bond that was only in like two of them in the eighties. That was like unpopular. Timothy Dalton. Timoth- like, Timothy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, lo- I love his. James Those are good. Bond. I, I yeah, like them all. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and I like, well, I don't really like Roger Daltrey. So is that it? No, that's the guy from freaking the who. What's, uh, what's the second <laughs> James Bond's name? Um, uh, um, it's shit. like Ro- Roger something. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Yeah. It's not Roger Daltrey, but although he was in a horror movie called the legacy, which is I, I recommend. But anyway, actually, he's actually the fourth. He's actually the fourth Bond. Uh, so it's Sean Connery. Yeah, David Niven, George Lazenby, and then Roger Moore. Oh, I forgot about those. Two. I think George Lazenby. One of them is a movie that's not. It's like a parody. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Go. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, I I do think that this movie has a uh, has good kills in it. I think they're, um different than you expect out of a movie like this. Um, I, some parts that drag for me. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier, when, um, Stella and Frank are having like, before they start having sex, she's like, he's like, but you have that baby with one of the other guys that's there or something. And she's like, that baby is your baby. I mean, like what kind of, this isn't days of our lives. Like, why are you dropping <laughs> bombs like this? Like, and then it goes nowhere cause they get killed right after. So it's like, all right, so cool. I guess he found out he was a dad and now this kid's an, like an orphan basically. And he tried to just pop another one in there right afterwards. And also I wasn't really sure that he died because like he kind of like bounces and flies off the bed and like, you don't really like see his face dead or anything. It's like, I, then the whole movie I was like, I bet it's him. Maybe he's the real killer. And he like hopped off the bed while she's getting electrocuted. And yeah, he was dead. <laughs> and um, also as much as these characters seem old and whatever, um, they're, I, I like them. I mean, I know that they're kind of assholes, like, but I like Skip, you know, I, I, I don't know, like. Yeah, I like them, and, you know, and I did like Stella, too. I liked them. Um, well, I think they all real. I mean, I think it's pretty, it makes it pretty clear that after that situation, it was something, it was, you know, an I know what you did last summer kind of situation. Like, it's not like they were happy about what, what happened. I yeah. didn't ever, I didn't ever get the idea that, um. Yeah, that they were like, oh, we don't care. I mean, then, of course, while he's being, you know, the whole lab is like burning down and he's bursting into flames. Like all of them are just in the doorway staring at him for like 30 seconds. Like no one's even like doing anything. They're just like, oh, oh, dear. (laughs) 
yeah, they're just like, oh, oops, like, <laughs> oops, I did it again. And well, they, do, I guess they don't want to tell. That's oh yeah, I mean that's that that's valid. <sighs> I don't know, but um, but for Stella and Frank, going back to it, it's like yeah, why? It doesn't make any sense unless. I just, it's so random. I didn't even know she had a baby until she said it was his. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's never talked about. It's so <sighs> random. And then, I mean, poor Stella. That's just probably not how she thought she was going to get her groove back. Well, why but, would you be trying to in a decrepit, like, t- like, rundown old school? Like, why, why is there a functioning, I say functioning, why is there a bed in there with sheets? Like, why is there a functioning bathtub? Yeah. <sighs> There's so many whys in this movie. We, we'll probably we'll start dissecting. I have a lot of questions because this is the first time I've ever seen this. So I've only had less than 24 hours to process this movie. Um, I have a lot of questions. And, I mean, and I've, of, I've been into uh, abandoned schools because I like to do that kind of thing. I like to go to abandoned places and school like old schools are really cool. And they're definitely not a place where you feel sexual or want to take your sh- even your shoes off. So I don't know like what is going on yeah so my like back at the school my first question is they get there there's like eight of them and then the school is abandoned and they're like yeah let's still party and then they're like whoa actually there's a room that's actually set up for a party with food and chips and drinks and wow our pictures are on the wall this is totally like not creepy y'all like what are they even doing yeah especially because like i know those weren't the only people that went to that school so well, yeah like- so, so wh- it's like, why are they so? Why, uh, yeah, they're like cool, and it's just us. Yeah, and and before, and this is still in the first like thirty to forty minutes of the movie. It's literally the most like not even screw the most boring reunion ever. Sorry, I just found I found a fruit fly in my vodka. Anyway, sorry. Well, that's that, that's more exciting than the fact that this is the most boring <laughs> reunion ever and the most boring party ever. For like, they're literally sitting there in silence, just like staring at each other. Well, and, Marty. Like, and, and, and how did make such lucky a mess? they stayed. I, I don't understand why he thought like that shouldn't have worked. Right. And they you know, like why did he expect just because he made some shitty banner and like it was looking really creepy and they have to go into a abandoned building and all this, like and, and there why were no did arrows. he think that would work for them to stay? How did they even know what room to go to? They're like walking through this thing, this whole huge like it, this this school is almost kind of like it's almost like a private, like Ivy League type school campus looking the boarding school or something like why how did he even know they'd find this room floors and floors i don't know it just there's a lot of questions i'm gonna have to chalk it all up to 80s it looks more like I, I think it was um actually filmed in an elementary school which uh makes more sense because it wouldn't have been as big but god i mean but it's supposed to be a high school so and then two questions. Why does the janitor show up as a caretaker, Digby? And then what the fuck did Digby ever do? Why is he getting killed? I guess just because he doesn't want witnesses. Shit. Because at the end, I mean, like, you know, they think that he's a survivor for some reason. And if he hadn't killed the janitor, then they would have known. But I Damn. mean, then again, it doesn't really matter because he kills the nurse and the doctor at the end. So, like... And, it was and, all for nothing. And, and I know where we're, we're going with this later on, but I still had these exact questions while I was watching. And even looking back on knowing the ending, I still have these questions. Like, why would this even have happened? Like, why does Susan show up after midnight? Who goes to a reunion seven hours late after midnight? 
<laughs> like, no. I mean, I'd just be like, girl, I don't, leave, I don't, I don't leave the house after nine thirty. I know, and there, yeah, and she's clearly older. I mean, like, oh my god, but yeah. Um, one thing we've overlooked, um, which I'll let um, you can put the cherry on top here, but with this whole movie, one of the best things, the, the, the two best things about it were the deaths were clearly the best for me that made the movie better than it was. But the second thing that made it great was the music in the movie. Yeah, which I sang at the beginning, a really bad version. No, the actual, the, the score of the movie. Oh, yeah, the score is really good. But you know who? It's, it's, they took from Friday the 13th. Yeah, they? It, they took parts of it, and it's the same composer. It's it's Harry yeah, Man, yeah, Manfredini it, or whatever. Yeah, but I think they actually... They did take parts of it. Take parts straight from Friday the 13th. Like, yeah. I closed my eyes, and I was like, this is from Friday the 13th. <laughs> It was it was really good, and that kept it that kept the pacing up. That helped overshadow the poor accents, the the, the plot holes, and the goofiness. Like while the deaths are really cool, like almost I think half of them could have been avoided or, or made no sense at all. Yeah, I mean, but it's a slasher movie, so you can kind of put that aside, you know. Um, like there are so many movies where I mean, well, maybe not so many, but there are a lot of like horror movies where they have someone in a some type of bath or hot tub oh, where yeah. someone's able to get it so hot that it kills them that's not possible you no, know but no. like you know people are just like okay whatever this is a, you know the the it's a slasher movie it's not going to make sense all the time so i think it's just one of those things i mean she could have got out of that tub girl she just sits there and gets boiled alive with acid and she just sits there I was I so mean, mad at her. And I don't also, know, but you don't know. I mean, maybe the acid, maybe the acid would have like you know, like ruined her nerve endings or something. But she's just like rubbing her titties and like you didn't need to get in the shower naked to clean yourself up. I don't think you could have done this like over the sink with some clothes you on. Done, you could have done this before, like a long time. I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. And so, then the the other death that I thought was totally avoidable is freaking um, Nancy. Like, so first of all, she pisses me off. She runs in the room and sees the yearbook, and she's like, oh, my God, he's going to get me. Let me just run away from the only other person here who could help defend and fight off the attacker. Run away, run outside, and trip and drown in the cesspool. And then he just, like, barely touches her on the head and, like, kicks her back in, and then he walks away. Like, he doesn't even wait for her to, like, try to get out again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was like, girl, at this point, the movie was almost over and I was finishing up my wine and I was like, Nancy, bye, Nancy. Yeah, all Nancy's uh, can't be, they can't all be winners. <laughs> no, and not even, you know, Nancy, the, uh, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street didn't have it being, you know, she dies in the third one. I'm not going to talk about New Nightmare, so. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so what were your favorite kills? So I think my favorite, or you like kill, favorite favorite. My favorite favorite kill was probably Joe. So I don't know why they're thinking they're gonna like use like a, an actual like lawnmower like powered like it's not even that high of a quality. They're to 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 drive through a wall or a door <laughs> like, uh, but they're fixing this lawnmower to ride out and escape on, and then so he's under it, and you know I like the the you hear the jingle jangle of the jester hat, and then. Um, he takes away the car jack for the lawnmower and then starts cutting his arms or hands so that he'll let go. And then as he lets go, he turns it on and the blades just gut him. I love it. I think my favorite is um, Ted's 
when his stomach explodes. That was that, that was so cool. Well, that was the yeah. first death where you're like, that was because that was I think that was the first death. I think and it is. Yeah, it is. And you're like, okay, this is what this is going to be. You're like, okay, King, I see this. Yeah, come on, kill them all because if they're going to be this creative, I'm ready for. It. And all the deaths are pretty creative. And like, I don't think that it, other than Skip, uh, but everyone else is really. Um, I thought they were all great deaths. It was that the best. Best set of deaths in a movie collectively that I've seen in a long time. Also, let's talk about what I hate. Jester outfits. Oh, I, I was talking about this in Killer Party. I I mean, how dumb. How dumb. But I guess maybe he's wearing it. Maybe there's a purpose because he he knows he's gonna be killing people after noon, so he's already the fool or whatever. Well, and then underneath the jester mask, he's wearing an old man's mask. Yeah, or something like that. I, yeah. He looks like the freaking terror train mask. Also, how in the hell was he breathing? All these questions, right? All these questions. So um, I'm going to go into a little bit of uh, trivia. I know we've gone into some of it. But so if you notice in the, you know, the opening song, which I think is a bop, uh, it talks about April Fool's Day. The movie is set in a it like it during that holiday, and the film's working title was April Fool's Day. However, the title was changed after Paramount Pictures acquired the name rights for their movie April Fool's Day, which I personally don't think is as good as this movie. But um, that's you personally. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I said it. Um, so, oh, okay, yeah. The interior <laughs> of the high school was actually a condemned grammar school. So, lockers had to be added since English schools rarely have lockers, but the filmmakers were permitted to set off explosives and set it on fire since it was scheduled to be demolished anyway. The exterior of the high school was actually shot at an abandoned mental, mental, uh, mental hospital. <laughs> mental hospital. asylum. Which has since been renovated and turned into a luxury apartment building. How freaking creepy! Um, <laughs> you already, we already talked about the score, you know, being from Friday the Thirteenth. Um, Carol's overlong chase scene towards the end was added during filming when the directors realized their ninety-page script would only come to about seventy-five minutes. The sequence was largely improvised on the spot. I really don't think I would have had a problem with it being seventy-five minutes, honestly. Yeah, I don't either. But the but the chase scene at the end, it actually it was giving me a little anxiety because he was so close behind her, but not not close enough, and it was. It, it can it kept my nerves on edge for those that chasing. I liked it, and then you know you know the chasing too. Like I actually jumped and screamed uh, when, and I expected it. I knew it was going to happen when she's walking towards his. At the, I guess the, maybe how the chasing starts when she's walking towards his drawing on the wall, and he he bursts through it and starts chasing her. That's I screamed. I screamed. Well, you would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I spilled spaghetti all over the place. <laughs> That's a story we'll have to tell one day during Gag Me With a Knife. Were you guys talking about me? Um, as of 2018, Japan is the only country to have a home video release of the film under its original title of April Fool's Day. So that makes me wonder what they call April Fool's Day. Um, <laughs> Deep thoughts. Yeah. Um, 
let's see, a poster of Pieces is visible on the movie manager's office wall when he's talking with Carol over the phone. Pieces is a Italian-American ridiculous slasher weird movie that's everyone should see. It's amazing. Um, uh, let's say Carol, the woman playing Carol was dating director George Dugdale at the time the film was made. They kept their relationship a secret during filming and later married. They remained married until George's passing into 2020. So, you know, that's probably why she got the job since she was like 35. Um, the location used for the exterior of the school was also featured in Adam Ant's music video for Goody Two Shoes, in which oh. Caroline Monroe coincidentally makes an appearance. Oh, so I love that song. Um, shooting was stopped one day by the American Secret Service. One of the pyrotechnics alarmed the Secret, Secret Service, who were nearby on security detail for the president, uh, who was Ronald Reagan at the time. He was visiting England, so um, they, had, I guess, had to stop for a whole day because of that. Um, the interior of Carol's apartment belonged to Paul Raymond, who owned a series of strip clubs in Soho, England. The exterior was where Carolyn, Caroline Monroe actually lived at the time. God, can I say that when I saw her apartment at the very beginning, I was like, she's rich. No, no, she's rich, rich. Like she looks, she is doing well for herself. I loved her bed. I loved her entire setup. And then um, you mentioned, I know what you did last summer. And I'm going to mention here when this, the camera just follows her room to room and room on the phone with her Manny or whatever her agent's name is. I got very, I got Drew Barrymore scream vibes when she's just walking mm -hmm. around the whole, the whole house. Um, and not, not talking about movies or anything, but just the, the POV of it. Like, cause you don't really see a lot of full, cut scenes like that anymore yeah, or like, not, uh, the, like the last thing I, I mean when i think of that kind of like tracking scene or something the mm -hmm. two things i think of are boogie nights because the opening tracking scene is like one of the longest in history maybe the longest yeah and then i always think of uh, like uh procedure or like crime procedural shows yeah because or like the west wing because they all <laughs> they always have like long tracking shots but yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, I, I don't mind them. I like them. I, I especially like, them. like it. I like it in Boogie Nights. I mean, I think it's like, yeah, I mean, I can't, this isn't a show about Boogie Nights, but it's one of my favorite movies and it's perfect in every way. So, um, finally, uh, I will give you the body count. It's 13 unlucky 13. So Digby, Ted Harrison, Carl Putney, Shirley, Susan, Joe, Frank, Stella, Nancy, Skip, Carol, and then the nurse and the doctor at the end. Bam. Bam. Hmm. Emerald. And and speaking of bam, um, this is if if I I rewatched this one scene and you can actually say a lot of words like that. Pow, pop, bam, anything. The scene after um when right when she's like defeating or defeated the jester and he like jumps her through the window or whatever and goes into the the the, the, the room below or whatever you know like a gymnasium or or something and she like looks at him and like throws this spear at him and she's all like it's like she throws horribly like i don't even know what she's doing and but if you watch it and say bam right when she throws it and it'll make you laugh i promise <laughs> Have you, do you know what i'm talking about i'll i'll 
Uh, no, not really. But oh I'll, my gosh. Take, I'll take you, your word for you've it. You've got to watch. I mean, yeah, just watching it. She, you, you think she's going to lean back like Xena or something and like all of a sudden develop uh, spear throwing skills because it is the 80s and slasher. So I wouldn't have it wouldn't have shocked me if she could like throw this javelin down at him. But no, she's like. <laughs> it's so pitiful. <laughs> okay, so since this is a sh- like, I I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. I want to add in something. Let's th- let's think of like this typical like prank gone wrong type movie. Name them and then rate them. So okay, so we have Slaughter High, and then we have Hell Night, and we have Terror Train. Terror Train. The burning. Uh, yeah, the burning. I mean, did you say April Fool's Day? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't really know. Like, no. I mean, yeah, it's it, a prank gone wrong, but it's it's like not. Oh, here's here's one. Um, the house on Sorority Row for sure. Oh, for sure, yes. Love that one. Uh, I mean, I guess you get the urban legend. It's not really a prank. Yeah, well, isn't yeah? No, it's not a prank. But it's sort of and like either is like I know what you did last summer. Yeah, that's not at all. Um, what else is there? I'm I like mean, thinking of my my slasher. Like, well, so I'm like trying to visualize my slasher movie collection and like and and this isn't a slasher, but it also isn't how the movie starts out. But at the end of Carrie, when they put pig's blood on her, that's a prank. And then you know, and then second later, uh, totally gone wrong. I think oh, okay, that, okay. I think, <laughs> that, that, I think we can put that on there. The whole movie's um, just not based upon it, but no, yeah. <laughs> but it, there's definitely a prank gone wrong. Um, let's see. Uh, I I can't think of any more. I mean, I'd have to look at my at my. Uh, my movies talk for a second. Cause I think I can look, <laughs> look at them on my phone. Well, okay. Another one that would be on there. It's, it's on the same line of the sorority. It's just called what sorority row, I guess with, um, rumor Willis, that movie. That's not, nah, I don't want to put that in there, but it's, it's a movie prank gone wrong. They, they faked their girl's death and then it comes back. I know, you know, but is that the one with the girl from, um, the Hills? Uh, don't know if there's a reality person in this or not. It's like the it's the sorority row movie, like the thought one that's supposed to be like a remake of House on Sorority Row, but isn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I didn't watch The Hills enough. I just know LC and that. It's other girl. that girl. It's the see the D listed guy used to call her Ceiling Eyes because she's always like looking at the ceiling. Uh, her name is Audrina Audrina Patridge. Yeah, she's in this. Yeah, yeah, I'm but not gonna. It, but regardless, I, not it's gonna, a prank gone wrong. It's got great music, and I love it. So it's going on the list. Oh, no, you can, you can put it on there. You can rate it a one star. It's the, but all you told me was to add movies with pranks gone wrong, and that's exactly what this movie is. Well, what do you think about Night of the Demon? Like maybe like, Night of the Demons one wouldn't be, but like Night of the Demons two. I don't know. They're what? pulling a prank on the girl. You know, like the girl that's Angela's sister. Yeah, I'd give it. Um, you probably would stretch. You probably wouldn't add this one, but I would. I would add it because I, I. You probably don't like it, but um, Valentine. Um, no. Because they're they prank they're pranking him <laughs> under under the bleachers at the very tell, beginning. I'm just, tell, I'm just telling you no. <laughs> I'm just you. You didn't tell me good ones. You just said name movies of pranks gone wrong. Okay, so. I've looked through my whole thing, and I I think uh, we're good. Okay, so okay, we've got um, 
Carrie, Slaughter High, Hell Knight, Terror Train, The Burning, House on Sorority Row, and Sorority Row. So rank those from um, least favorite to favorite. Oh, I'm going to need those written down. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> That's why I wrote them down. Okay, I'll do mine. So, okay. I think that I'm going to put the house on sorority. Oh, sorry. We're doing worst to best. Okay. Um, I'm going to put sorority row as the worst, as the worst. Um, then after that, hell night. After that, I'm probably going to do the burning. I, I wish I liked that movie more than I do. It just, uh, there's something that I, I just can't with yeah. it. Um, terror train would be after that. Then Carrie. Then slaughter high, then probably house on sorority row. I think that would be my number one. And then, okay. Um, I what about. What about April? What about April Fool's Day? Did, well, gonna... I'm not putting that in there because it's like kind of a prank, but it's also I, I don't know. This is such a weird movie. I, it's like it's hard to even decide if you want to put it in a slasher collection. Like it's in my slasher collection, but I don't even know if I really like I don't know where that really goes. So if you want to, me to add that to my list, I will put it uh, like Sorty Row will still still be the worst, but. April Fool's Day will be after that. Okay, so I think then if I'm going to rate mine, I'd say the least favorite of mine would be Terror Train. I know Jamie Lee Curtis was on a a Scream Queen, you know. I have nostalgia with that. When, when I've rewatched it, it hasn't been as good. Yeah. Um, but better I'd, than Hell Knight to me. Yeah, then I'd put Hell Knight. <laughs> from I mean, there's just too much shit going on in that movie, and like the, it's just like, okay, we get it, Lin- Linda Blair, you got big old titties, like <laughs> that's that's literally, I think, the point of that movie is her titties. Yeah, I do too, totally. Then I'd put Slaughter High. Then I'd put Carrie. Then number three would be Sorority. Oh my Ro- god, are you putting Sorority Road this far up in your list? Yes, for rewatchability, especially. You are okay. And then for number two, I'm putting the burning. And then for number one, for prank gone wrong, I'm putting the the OG house on sorority row because I love. I nothing gets past that head in the toilet for me. I love See, it. So look, we're the same. Even though a lot of ours differed in a lot of ways, we still come back to our number ones are the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just facts. Facts are facts. The facts of life. We're not doing that again. Take the good, you take the bad, you take the both. There you have the facts of life. Come on. <laughs> I can't do that again. We, can't, we did it every day in high school, like junior year, and you can't do it now? Nope. It's gone. Well, you know what I'm going to do real quick for uh, Jeff? What? Jeff is Alex's husband. Um, and he's also, I think I texted you last night saying he was my best friend now. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I also decided I'm gonna literally move m- everything I own to their house in Atlanta for two days, and then move move away. <laughs> I still think it's really funny. But since, oh, oh, we, oh, we, oh, we, we totally didn't put on. I mean, killer party prank goes wrong, and the whole movie is about a prank gone wrong. 
there, yeah, a, that, or a, pledge night, or pledge night. Yeah, there's there's those two, which you know, whatever. Cry Wolf is another one. I, 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 I okay, listen, I would put Killer like Party Marvel. like number three. Would, two. Eh, yeah. no, a little bit higher. I mean, a little bit lower. Oh, um, I, I would put um, what was the other one? Oh, Pledge Night. The one with the the yeah. hippie ghost guy, I would put that a lot <laughs> higher up than people would expect. I love that movie. Yeah, it's fun. I even um, rated it on IMDb in the, in the year two thousand under Chica seventeen. Oh my um, god, Chica seventeen. Yeah, and it is a doozy. I I wish I could find them right now, but lay, later on, if we ever do that movie, I'll read it to you because um, it's the. So dumb. It's like this movie was thoughtful and exciting and blah blah blah. All at the same time, I urge you to watch it. Like this is shitty movie from like 1990 about like whatever. Anyway, it would go pretty high up on my list though because I really like that movie. But the, okay, so what I'm doing for a uh, uh, Jeff because since this is you know like a high school ish movie played by 40 year olds. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to do this for him since he liked the reference so much in the Friday the 13th um, recording. Okay. Oh, God. I've got to get to the right part. <laughs> um, now, now, just talk for a second. I've got to find the right part. No, I think the uh, the anticipation is, is doing everything for oh, us. Oh, is it? Now. Because, <laughs> hold on. Okay, I got it. Dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they need ya? Back here where they need ya. Well, BT's in my life because he got him on the spot. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. That's for Jeff. In case anyone didn't know, after this podcast does crash and burn, Emily will start up at OnlyFans where she sings theme songs um, wearing nothing but socks. I actually think, for real, I'm going to start a, like a SoundCloud or something where I post um, like hard-to-find songs from horror movies. That's that'd be incredible. Yeah, so I, th- I think I actually am going to do that. So not more, all he- not all heroes wear capes. No, they don't. So more on that later. But um, I'm sure that you want to gag me with a knife right now after that rendition of John Sebastian's "Welcome Back" from the amazing show "Welcome Back, Cotter." Or gag you gently with a chainsaw. Either one. Just gag me, <laughs> but uh, whatever. Um, I'm sure that you didn't like hate it. No, I gave the, <laughs> wait the the movie or your song. My song. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the movie, I'm gonna go ahead and get Slaughter High three. Oh stars. yeah, we need to rate it. <laughs> I'm gonna give Slaughter High three stars. I give it. I I will give it three point two five. You know, I'm not gonna give it a three and a half. I, I it's almost at a three and a half for me, but like there's just a little bit that's missing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm about the same with that. Yeah, I'd agree with you. So how do you rate my um, Welcome Back song? 
you asshole. <laughs> I'll rate it 10 out of 5. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, man, John, John Sebastian, I'm coming for you. <laughs> He's probably People, dead. You totally know. got snubbed on the Grammys this year. God, I do every year. It's, it's <laughs> a normal thing for me, okay? Um, so this this concludes our episode of uh, Gag Me With a Knife. Featuring the movie Slaughter High. Stay gagged. Stay gagged. And you know what? Conclude your pranks at noon. Maybe we should take a few notes from the Brits. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it could be an okay idea sometimes. So, except for Brexit. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. So... <laughs> <laughs> Gag gag you with a knife, gag me with a knife, and gag all you listeners with a knife. Keep listening and keep being gagged. <laughs>